0: Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, August 17th, 2016 edition of the and Storm and Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I am recording from Stockheim, Germany. One of the frontiers in cryptology right now is something called homomorphic encryption. The idea behind this is that I can take data, I can encrypt it, and then I can apply functions on the data without having to decrypt it first of course uh, this sounds pretty much like magic and uh, as a result it's not easy to get it right microsoft for example has some limited homomorphic encryption functions that they recently published in the library but uh, they do not support all kinds of transforms on it so you're limited to very specific operations that you perform on the data so two years ago researchers at mit came up with an encryption scheme that they called fully homomorphic so what this means you can encrypt the data and then perform any function on the encrypted data Sadly, as we learn now, uh, this encryption scheme isn't as secure as it was originally believed. Uh, There are some fairly classic weaknesses actually in this encryption scheme. For example, it does allow messages to be broadcast. But then again, if you see the same message multiple times sent to different recipients, each recipient of course would use a different key you would be able to decrypt the original message so this was one of the flaws other flaws are related to the typical oracles where what you do is you essentially manipulate data send it to a system that's able to decrypt the data and then based on the response you get back you know whether or not you got certain parts of the right so, in short, it's back to the drawing boards for that particular algorithm. Maybe they'll get it work. Eventually it's certainly something that's very much missing if you think about a lot of the attacks that we have against unencrypted data in memory and the like a lot of this could be prevented using these type of function and for those of you doing routinely Android forensics. Uh, there is a real new tool called retroscope that allows you to recover screenshots essentially from apps from Android's memory. The way this works is that each application retains a data structure with the display with the current display for the application as well as some past displays that were displayed by the application. So what this tool does is it reads that data structure and then actually uses the app's built-in redraw function to recreate these images. In order to run Retroscope, all you need is a memory image, nothing more. Everything in there is the data structure for the particular app that retains the image information and then also the code in the retraw function that will create the images. Retroscope does not have to know anything else about the particular application and will then tell you the last few images and the order in which the usual user may have seen that screen so pretty neat if you want to sort of explore what the last thing was a particular user did with any one of the applications that was running at the time the memory image was collected on Monday a group that calls itself shadow brokers released two files one of which was an encrypted file that included what shadow brokers claims a large number of exploits that they stole from what's commonly referred to by Kaspersky, Equation Group, or what is also associated with the NSA. Now a lot of the names of the tools that were listed in the listing was published do mirror names that are known in the Snowden documents, but of course that's a very weak proof that this particular dump is authentic so they also published a couple of the exploits for everybody to use and test in order to establish the authenticity and the value of the tools they offer for sale the main collection of tools is for sale via Bitcoin. Now turns out that some of the tools that were published are actual working exploits that go back to about 2003. There are exploits for the 48 firewall. There are also exploits for the Chinese topsec firewall and exploits for Cisco's ASA firewalls uh, version 8.0 and 8.4. Also Juniper NetScreen devices are included here. Now reports are trickling in that these exploits appear to be legit for example the Cisco exploit does turn off password checking so anybody can log in to the device. You don't get enable access. You still need an enable password or some brute escalation exploit, but you do get command line access to the device. So at the very least, this proves there are tools out there that do exploit those routers. So definitely check and make sure that you're secure. For example, for the Cisco exploit, it does require SNMP messages. So you could uh, look if you you have SNMP access at least blocked from outside your network. But with these exploits not becoming easily available, we'll probably soon see more attacks using exploits. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.